0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Topic Thunder.
1: out! You're not on the now. You're on the screen. There we go. <laughs> it, as soon as uh, you started, I guess you clicked the button to go live. Oh, okay, Record or whatever it was. All right, I my system. Went, went silent in essence. Uh,
0: uh, uh, all right. Thunder. <laughs> you want to start it over? Let's just start it over. It no, yeah, fuck it. Let's just go
1: forward. Okay. All right.
0: There it is. All right. Well, there you go. A little behind the scenes. Curtain of us uh, doing Topic Thunder. Uh, Yeah, I'm a little uh, rusty this morning. It's a Saturday. I'm not used to doing the show on a Saturday, so I apologize if I went a little early, but uh, we got there. You guys know what this is. Topic Thunder. We take questions from you, the patrons, uh, about any topics you want to talk about, and then Matt and I get into it. Uh, Matt, anything you want to add before we start?
1: No, uh, uh, I say we just jump right in because we're going to kibitz while we do this anyway. Sounds good. All right, so the first question uh, or topic, rather, comes from Chris mm-hmm. Lemke. It's been listening for years and years, and you guys have had some silly arguments and some serious ones. <laughs> what do you think it's the most contentious topic. Ooh! And then, was there ever a moment you had to stop recording, or it just stuck with you afterwards? No, I don't think we've ever stopped
0: recording in the middle of a of a show over any kind of anger or topic. Matt's Matt's a no. pretty chill guy. I'm the passionate one. So, but, but so like Matt takes that moment to when I'm uh, upset about something or I'm like kind of in a different point of view than Matt, he'll kind of receive it for a second and then respond. So, but we've never had a point where we're like blowing up at each other during a show or anything like that. And I don't know if mm-hmm. there's necessarily been a contentious topic. Am I misremembering Matt?
1: I mean, topic, no arguments within. Yes. For sure. Uh like when we did American war over a collider, but mm. we had other people in the room just to end this show, because I wouldn't have agreed with you. That's one of the few times where I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we have no coin at this point. So how are we going to decide this? Do we have no means? Yeah. So that one, I think could have, I mean, had that been audio only that could, that would have dragged on for a whole while.
0: Oh yeah. I think that was the one that first one ever, maybe the only one since that's ever threatened to make the show like be uh unending because Matt, neither Matt and I was going was going yeah. to give in maybe at some point we'd have figured something out cuz I know we've gone so far as to flip a driver's license to settle an argument <laughs> yeah. on the show so we're sure we would have figured something out cuz neither one of us wants to be doing a 7 hour show we've got lives to live uh in that way but yeah we we've, we've had some battles but i think you know what's fun is the battles about how we feel passionately about movies, but at the end of the day, both of us understand these are just movies we're talking about. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not curing cancer or anything. We're just having fun talking about movies. So to have it carry or linger over, uh, that's rarely happens within the context of the actual topic on the show.
1: Yeah. Um a- as it should. I, I think we yeah. both agree with that. There are, yeah. i sure, some people out there listening that don't agree, that just like, no, my opinion on this is concrete. And be like, so be it. Yeah have your opinion. We're not, you know, each their own. I'm not gonna tell you how to lead your life, but exactly. Same time, so like there, there are bigger fish to fry in this world. Yeah. And, well, this is a bite number seven. Like, <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. But it's when fun. It's, it's
0: fun when we're contending, though. I mean, like when something like the flipping of the coin and we're giving each other shit about the weight of the coin or whatever, like yeah. that's just fun part of the show, you know. And at the end of the day, Matt, oh, Matt and I always want to find a way to have a final 10 by the end of the show for your entertainment and for ours. So, yeah, it's it's rare when we get – Uh, contentious within the context of the show Uh, you know we've had our uh differences outside of the show about the direction of the show the construct of the show the format of the show what we want to do with the show things that nature but that's to be expected for any uh duo putting something together uh, especially as headstrong as matt and i are about what we think works and doesn't work so but we always seem to hammer it out eventually
1: uh yeah but as far as the show itself like i hate to be disappointing chris yeah (laughs) Nothing of merit or note that that I can recall. Yeah. But we're also both old, so we very well could be free. (laughs) That's a very good point. Uh, All right. Let's move on to David
0: Mitchell Baker. Uh, Thank you, Chris, for that question. He goes, hi, John and Matt. Hope you gentlemen are both doing well and that the social distancing slash quarantine life hasn't been too difficult for either of you so far. Given that the show is coming up on its five-year anniversary, holy Mary, mother of God, for real. Wow. I was wondering what has been the best or most fun aspect of doing the top 10 show over the years. And if you have any particular hopes or goals for the show moving forward, I'll stop there and I'll read the rest after we answer that. Okay. Uh, well, what, what do you answer on that one, Matt?
1: Um, well, the most fun, uh, you know, doing the live shows is awesome. Yeah. Um I look back with great fondness interacting with uh Cody and Adam for that short duration. Oh yeah. I do miss that. It was fun to have just more energy of two, you know, solid citizens in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh that was good like various anything, you know, in particular stick out for you?
0: Well, I mean, I obviously the inherent understanding is that we both enjoyed doing the show. We wouldn't, we wouldn't keep doing yeah. it that's for damn sure. Uh but the most enjoyable aspects, I agree with Matt, the live shows are irreplaceable in my mind as some of the favorite moments ever in the history of the show. Certainly the London live show, I think, stands out above them all because we went international and we had no idea what the response was going to be. We were hoping Uh, that we would sell out. And when we did uh, or came very, very close to it. No, we sold it out. We sold out. And having so many different countries uh, flying in to see us uh, was really humbling and mind-blowing. You know, two idiots like us talking about movies could engender so many people to spend their hard-earned money to come see us was truly a humbling moment uh, overall. And we were so looking forward to uh, returning back this year again before all of this hit. Uh, For sure. Uh, But yeah, the live shows are the things that I really enjoy the most. Chicago was a blast for so many different reasons as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, L.A. was a lot of fun as a first foray into doing a live event. But yeah, talking with the fans also is another huge part of it uh, that I enjoy a lot about the show.
1: Uh, Without it, it does suck. You know, Houston, we had to cancel. Yeah. Basically for financial reasons on their end. It was There's a lot of gouging for two assholes talking, you know? (laughs) And we know it's entertaining. We've done it for large crowds. It's fine. I'm not creating what we do. But when it's already X and it's costing us Y to get the place and then all of a sudden there's a Z on the people and you're like, this is nuts. Yeah. Uh, To have that canceled, but then starting to gear up and look for it. I mean, by the time when they hear this next week, it's, it's like two weeks away from the show.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, absolutely. We should be um, gearing
1: up and we just got our work visas and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, and then here's when I fly out and blah 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 blah, blah worrying about all those things.
0: Hammering out a top the final topic, Where, yeah, things yeah. of that nature. Yeah, we'd be doing Yeah,
1: it. all the lead up to that. And instead yeah. it's you know, just like everybody else, mm-hmm. it's stuck inside. Man, that fucking rain, man. Oof. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, I love it. It's so little,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But When you can't do, you've done everything you can do, uh, by and large, already, and you're like, now it's day four. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't do anything. Like, I am, yesterday, once it finally broke, in essence, I did all kinds. I took a table up and down the stairs. I cleaned up down around the downstairs uh, apartments. Mm. So let me do this outside, and I'll go do this outside. I will get the fuck Out of this uh, damn place. Sunshine today sucks we have to record right now. It's gorgeous out. I know. Right now. I
0: know. Lindley came out to me. She's like, do you really have to record today? We could go take a nice three-hour walk. And I'm like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. We scheduled it for today. That's what we're doing. Uh, Who knew it was going to break? The sun was going to break the way it did. Uh, but I but I loved the rain and I, I didn't go stir crazy with it because we would go we went out at night a couple of times to take walks uh, when the rain had kind of broken for the night. We'd snuck in an hour long walk around LACMA and around um where else were we were uh, uh, up in Beverly Hills, like walking all the way out into the main kind of Rodeo mm-hmm. Drive type area. So we've done little things like that to kind of keep us from going too crazy. But I, I have enough to distract me in this house. Um, And I just got my bike fixed. So I'll be taking rides in the morning to kind of just keep my head clear and things of that nature. So that's going to be fun to do as well. So little things like that will keep me from going insane. I have a higher tolerance for being at home than I think maybe most people who aren't introverts. uh, But I do need to go out every once in a while or once a day just to do something. Even if it's driving to go get some fucking Chipotle, it's at least breaking the monotony of being in the actual uh, apartment Or the place so to speak So yeah.
1: Um, yeah Dude I had to go out at one point Like when the rains came down heavy What was it yeah. two nights ago Yeah yeah And so we're having a drainage issue And I had to go out Ooh. in the pouring rain And lay some tarps Just to like basically It's not a problem right now But it could lead to a problem Right I Tarp down Then it reduces that And then I'll fix it once Right when yeah. it's all happen But it just calming down so hard like I have no choice but to be out here right now shoes are completely soaked through because being on a hill gradient and every once again I move and right once I stepped on the tarp to try and flatten it out and this big puddle that had formed just comes running down it goes obviously straight to my foot because that's <laughs> the point that's pulling it down right and point is like I don't even care uh so I'm not <laughs> to do things begrudgingly and at certain points but yeah just to get out of the house at least once a day
0: yeah yeah i think it's helpful and they do say that with the uh you know all the rules and the quarantines all that that you should you can go out of the house take a walk just practice social distancing uh and there you go uh david metro ends uh baker ends the uh this uh, email by saying thanks as always for your time sucks that the london show had to be canceled but i totally understand given the circumstances i look forward to seeing you guys back on our shores in the future once this is all hopefully passed and traveling and gathering is allowed once again thanks for all the content you've been putting out it's the perfect escape from all the uncertainty going on in the world from David Mitchell Baker. Very kind of him. Uh,
1: very, very kind of him. Thank yeah. you, David. We you. Uh, we will work on coming back, don't you? Yeah,
0: mind? absolutely.
1: Um, all right, the next one is from Charles Clark. Mm. And he says, hey, John and Matt, as always, hope you guys are doing well. I don't know what you guys – I don't know about you guys, but not having live sports is driving me stir crazy. So maybe hearing you guys talk about it will help me get through it. Number 1, if, if you could give one team a championship this next season, which team would it be? And if it's soccer, they can only get one championship, not <laughs> four. and for college you have to specify the sport. Uh, so that's number 1. You just want to digest these. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> what team would you give a championship this next season
0: look there's no question for me it's liverpool because if if they're going to cancel the season or void the season they won't get the title anyway and even if they do give them t- the title you know other fans from other teams are going to go it's an it's an asterisk title there's no way that it's the same thing even though they were 6 points away and 25 points ahead the nearest uh, from the nearest uh, Team and it would have taken a phenomenal miracle, like losing nine straight games while the other team wins nine straight games, for us to lose the title. But that being said, that doesn't they wouldn't stop the fans from needling the Liverpool fans for that title. So just like they do with the Redskins when they won that first championship or Super Bowl in the middle of a strike-shortened season, having only played eight games. Uh, yeah. it was a little bit of a hassle to be a Redskins fan at the time and when we won. So that's what I would do for Liverpool. Absolutely. The premier league title, don't need the champions. League. won that thing six times need the premier league title once and for all next season uh, to win the whole thing outright would be great. What about you?
1: Um, hmm. That So for college under that logic, you could say Kansas because they were the presumptive number one in basketball yeah, yeah. On every poll, but that one would be, it's one of those, you look back and be like, oh, yeah, that was the year they didn't have the tournament. Right. So it'll that'll have its own little asterisk, but there is no uh, champion this year. I would go back and take away the Astros. Was it 2017? Oh, yeah, know. dude, yeah. Um, to give though to somebody. So none of my teams have any shot. I so, don't know. Nick Foles could be your savior, man. Okay. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'd want to pick somebody that I think is deserving. It's like, ah shit, they I really would like to see that individual get a chip. Yeah. Uh, you know, before they leave whatever sport. Huh. Trying to think of who in basketball do I want to see win outside of the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. Who wouldn't mind seeing Giannis and the Bucks win? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to see if Kawhi and the Clippers could have done it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hell, I would have been in shape. I would have liked to have seen Toronto, bro, just to see what they would do if they actually made it all the way without Kawhi. To win it without Kawhi would have been an incredible story for Toronto. Just incredible.
1: I know. And and hopefully, my opinion then, I will, unlike Stephen A or anybody else, I'll acknowledge it the fact that I don't think they can win a championship Mm. with this team, even though this team is flat out amazing. Yeah. But the playoffs are a different animal now, Pascal. You need to basically beat the other team four games out of five because that's what ha- you need a alpha. Just, yeah, you need it in the playoffs. Until that is proven wrong, I will continue to believe that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Team ball, the closest would be the Warriors. But dude, Steph Curry is pantheon shooter. Clay Thompson is pantheon shooter. Draymond is the perfect defender for that system. At least he was. It's You know, yeah. next year going forward, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of things fell into place. So, they're way beyond team, but yeah, uh, yeah, okay. The Toronto breakup. Anyway, okay. all right. Next one. Uh, if you if you give any current player a championship this coming season, who would it be? Ooh, any current player? I guess I'd give uh, Drew Brees a Super Bowl.
0: I mean, one last Super Bowl before he rides off into the sunset. Uh, I thought it was bullshit that Dick took Aaron Rodgers over over Drew Brees in the All Decade NFL team. I think Drew Brees has better stats and is a better leader of men than Aaron Rodgers, and I would have trusted him to be the second behind Brady. So uh, to me, that was ridiculous. So for me, I I go towards Brees because I think Brees deserves that title uh, as a man who's about to retire. I mean, NBC already announced that they're going to sign him to be an analyst uh, once this once his career's over. So why not win one last Super Bowl like Peyton Manning and ride off into the sunset, man?
1: A good call what about uh uh
0: phil rivers no because phil rivers is an impertinent bastard and sometimes i just don't like him i mean and it's ironic because lord knows i've had my you know like blow-ups in the Shmodown and things of that nature but i just think he's kind of a jerk and i don't necessarily would want to see him win a title um because he doesn't like breeze doesn't trash talk and you know it's ironic i do respect the guys who don't trash talk more because i think it takes sure. more restraint to not trash talk and it speaks volumes about their character. So I kind of side with those guys more than guys like uh, like Philip Rivers. That being said, if Philip Rivers was my quarterback, I'd defend him to the end of time because he is a warrior, He's a fighter. Uh, but I just think without yeah, yeah. that,
1: more yeah. Um, well, I mean, Breeze has the more of the highlights, hmm. like a cannon. Long, so he's got more of those, and I think you know Rivers didn't have it was overshadowed a little bit because he was in San Diego. Right. San Diego is a relevant team. I think as, as borne out by the fact that that team is now left because there wasn't enough. Yeah. uh, You know, uh, of a fan base then to to sustain building another stadium. Yeah. be taxed for it, which I understand. Uh, Right. At the same time, they're one of the few cities where I think that is a public good in that the Super Bowl will be there. It was there two or maybe three times while I lived in San Diego Mm. two for sure. Right. It was a huge, like all of a sudden boom, super bowls here and there's fireworks displays everywhere and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. All the potential chance of like national championships or do what LA did and have one that can be covered and whatnot. And you could have fights and you could have NCAA tournaments. Who doesn't love going to San Diego? Yeah. It's true. Good point. But, uh, I always liked Phil so Roach. lived down there for a time. Okay. Question play. Met him once. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. For two seconds. It's not like we've sat down and talked or anything, but <laughs> uh, I met him. Met LT. He came out to the, uh, the wow. council. Morris night. Taylor or LaDain Tomlinson? LaDain Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Okay. Okay. San Diego's LT. Right. Fair enough. By LT.
0: <laughs> Shorter than you think. Yeah. Look, I don't think he's that tall. I watch him on NFL Network. His feet sometimes drag along the the tips of his uh, shoes, drag along the the bottom of the floor. So you're like, he's not that tall.
1: No, he's he's not. I would say, if memory serves, 5'8", 5'9". Yeah, just a little bit above uh, Sproles. But anyway, all right, next one. And I believe it's his last, well, technically. Uh, Number three, if you could change the outcome of one game or event in the past five years, which would Oof, that's
0: tough. You got one in your head?
1: Uh, not because I want a different outcome, but if Kawhi's basketball hadn't bounced in, oh, would know, have been strong enough to beat the Warriors with the Warriors' looming injuries. Yeah. Because I want to know if whether or not basically whoever came out of the East was winning that year, because it seems like ultimately that's what that was, you know, what was going to happen.
0: Yeah. Do you think that the, you know, because Toronto initially people were like, oh, there were injuries for the Warriors, but overall, people were just surprised that an underdog like Toronto. And they were kind of an underdog because they underperformed in the playoffs. Yes, they had Kawhi, but that might not have been enough, uh, possibly in the playoffs. Um, do you think if the Sixers had done it and rolled into the playoffs and beat Toronto the way and on that seventh game, and then went in and beat? uh the warriors there'd be more of an asterisk on it there'd be people giving them more shit because they're younger players and it was expected of them but they didn't really face a team that's full strength or do you think it would have been the same kind of vibe that uh, toronto had because they're a young Mm. team
1: that's interesting because philly then would be anointed with Embiid and simmons it's like this next young right group so the narrative would have been different as opposed to plucky toronto right superstar yeah interesting um yeah, and I don't want to denigrate Toronto. Like, once Van Fleet had his kid, all of mm-hmm. a sudden he is a murderer from three-point. And Scal yeah. showing flashes of what he's done consistently, you know, by and large this season. Right. Uh, so they had guys step up. It is a completely different narrative. I do yeah. Is there a specific game, though, you wanted to? <sighs> it's tough. Because um, uh, naturally my
0: mind goes to a championship game, right? Because this naturally yeah. what would, would matter uh, necessarily. There's nothing in the Redskins. Uh, I mean, if, if there's a Liverpool situation, maybe they beat Man City last year uh, instead of uh, losing 2-1, and then we win the title. Uh, maybe that yeah. would have been a game uh, for me. There's nothing in the Wizards or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, may, I don't know. I, I hesitate to say the LeBron beating the Warriors one more time. Uh, because him beating him from 3-1, I don't think it mattered at all, whatever he did in the other finals. Coming back from 3-1 is an incredible achievement uh, that mm-hmm. will probably rarely be seen again in the finals. So I don't know if I would change that necessarily. Maybe, I mean, uh, maybe Atlanta beating the Patriots. I think that would have been incredible uh, to see to see the if the Falcons hold on to that lead and kind of crush the Patriots once and for all. Because one of the things that's interesting about the Patriots is this is not a team that goes into the Super Bowl and destroys other teams. This is a team yeah. that squeaks by and wins these games, so they definitely get the best punches from the team they're playing. Philly took them to the end. Even Carolina with Jake DeLome took them to the end. Uh, The Rams game was a one-pointer with that field goal. Uh, Mm -hmm. So the Patriots have never really comfortably won a Super Bowl, although the Rams one was a tighter game. They were never not in control of that game. Uh, So to me, that was the closest I'd ever seen them dominate a team in a Super Bowl. That being said, I I think the Atlanta one is – I think because I think the Seattle one is the one I'd really choose, and I don't think that was in the last five years. And if it was, that is my choice. If not, certainly the Atlanta one because just to see them get crushed once and for all – Uh, by a team would have been a great, like, whoa, maybe they weren't as great as we thought they were because they could show up at a big stage like this and get destroyed like this. So I don't know. Yeah. That's maybe the only thing.
1: But I think even then, had they basically, the next few years been the exact same, I don't think it would besmirch their legacy, just like getting back there.
0: Yeah, good Uh, point.
1: Now, if it changed the trajectory, because maybe then Tom leaves earlier, like they've Mm -hmm. lost Joe, he doesn't have the weapons and Garoppolo and who knows where they'd be at right now. Right. But it'd be tough to leave Brady at that point unless he wanted to go much like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's going to be weird this year. Yeah. Fucking bucks. Yeah. But he's got
0: weapons, man. He's got weapons. I think he's going to, I think they're going to go 12 and four. I think he's got,
1: he's got a crap ton of
0: weapons and a good
1: defense. He does. it's it's a wise move in a lot of ways. It's just the Bucs. For some reason, the Bucks have always kind of weirded me out. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I, I like the Warren Sapp years, but ultimately it's just like, I don't know. It's the yeah. Bucks. They've they've always been strange to me. And yeah. now Tom Brady, the face of the league, is gonna be on the Bucks. Like that's just so foreign and strange. I'm happy for Bucks fans, Cody and yeah, one or two others I know. Cody is super happy. How could you not be? You had a guy throw 30 picks last year. <laughs> Did you <laughs> he see with keeping him? I don't it, blame you. It's of course not. He threw 30
0: touchdowns. You know, yeah. You, you still almost made the playoffs. If a couple of games had gone in your direction, you'd have made the playoffs as a wild card. So it's it's crazy. To think about the other point of this thing too is I, I was watching or was reading Jameis's uh, interview. He had a recent interview about Tom Brady after he just got married. Actually, Jameis did during the whole coronavirus uh, epidemic, which of course speaks perfectly about Jameis. But he said uh, that uh, uh, I must be damn good that they needed to go get Tom Brady to replace me. I'm like, brother, that's good spin. That's some good PR spin you just did there because they couldn't wait to get rid of you. And Tom Brady is just the, is, is the trade-up because you're essentially the team Tim Tebow now of that situation. They kicked you out quickly to move the veteran, the older veteran in there to to, to win a championship possibly. So,
1: does he still have it? I mean, you assume so, but. Yeah, it, right. Question mark. I mean, look at his age. Yeah. So your window with him is two years max, two years mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. I
0: yeah. wonder where Jameis goes too, man, because like there's not a lot of openings uh, for starters um, in the NFL right wow. now.
1: You got him, you got Cam, you got Andy Dalton. Like, there's a few dudes out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, see what happens.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, so let's – so his answers for his questions would be, which team would you give a championship? would be WVU basketball. I love football more, but Bob Huggins deserves one. Adam. That's fair. I don't know about that. <laughs> I remember Bob at Cincy. <laughs> yeah, Bob at Cincy. Yeah, it was a little bit, of the, uh, he was, a little bit yeah. of the Patino there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't disagree with you
1: there. I don't know. He always he always struck me as the worst qualities of Patino and Calipari. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad. I don't uh, know if that's now. the case. I haven't followed college basketball in, in fifteen or ten or fifteen <laughs> years, like religiously, like I used to do. Yeah, yeah. Hit number two would be Phil Rivers. Nice. Oh. That's who would give his championship to. He's a Colts fan, uh, not just because he's a Colts fan, but because he has the career, he needs a ring. Uh, number three is 28-3. Uh, there you oh, are. there it is. <laughs> uh, thanks, as always, for taking the time to answer my question. I'll be happy to send you guys more, and feel free to discuss or let other people have a chance. Your show, your rules. All the best, Chuck Clark. Hashtag, let's go, Mountaineers.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Uh,
1: now, nah, keep sending them, Chuck. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, and
0: I can't echo what Matt just said enough. All the patrons, send as many topics as you want. Lord knows, we'd rather have way more to discuss than way less to discuss. Yeah. So please. If you
1: think of a question, rifle it off. You already yeah. know the email address. Hit us up over there.
0: Yeah. And, uh, we'll keep doing
1: it. I, yeah. I, I,
0: all right, we uh, it. We're at 26 minutes. Do you want to jump into one more or do you want to wrap it here?
1: Um. Let's go ahead and wrap it here because we. Okay. Uh, 26 minutes is basically what we – you know, try and give them each and every week. Absolutely. Well, thank you all
0: so much for uh, downloading uh, this uh, episode of uh, topic thunder. We always appreciate it uh, as the top 10 show that you all patronize the show and are patrons of the show and support us and all the things we're trying to do with the show. Yeah. We've had to take a little bit of a step back because of 2020 and the coronavirus, everything that's going on there, but we trust me when the gates are open again, we are, have got, we've got plans for doing more and more stuff. So thank you all so much for being a part of the show. Uh, for all almost five years, which is kind of mind-blowing to think about.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, I think that's it for this weekend. Stay safe out there. Wash those hands. Uh, you can follow me anywhere at Mad notes Check out my other podcast, Embrace the Hate. And um, if you'd like to participate in this show, head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 and join up. Um, but yeah that's where we keep we store all that stuff so any information you want for topic thunder hit us up over there and that is it for me this week
0: absolutely you can follow me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram and please subscribe to my youtube channel www.youtube.com slash john roca says so much content going on there just about to add a star wars show as well so thank you all so much for joining us and we will talk to you next time on topic thunder, thunder.